What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? The Houston Astros and the Washington Nationals are set to go at it in the 2019 World Series. The Astros defeated the Yankees in six games with a dramatic series-clinching walk-off home run by Jose Altuve. While the Nats have had a week off after sweeping the St. Louis Cardinals in the NLCS. Both teams boast great starting pitching, so runs will be at a premium. Joining me to break down the series is Rob Duran of Rob Duran Sports. We may be sitting in the Yucca seats, but we have a clear view of who's going to emerge as the 2019 World Series champions. Want to know who it is? Well, stay locked in, because it's coming right up on Sports 360. Joining me once again on Sports 360 is Rob Duran of Rob Duran Sports. And we're sitting here today uh, in a postmortem for the League Championship Series and the upcoming World Series. Rob, as a Yankees fan, I have to uh, I have to check in on you, man. How are you doing after that tough series against the Astros? Oh, man. Um, I guess I'm okay. I've, I've had better weekends and better days. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're hanging in. I mean, it, it, it was tough. I mean, you know, you're a Yankees fan. I'm a Mets fan. But both of us picked the Yankees to prevail in this series. Even though when we spoke last, the Yankees were up one game to none. And we, we spoke ahead of game two. And we both were saying that that game was very, very important because if the Yankees won game two, you know, they really would have been in the driver's seat, even though Cole was waiting for them in game three. But as we said, if they lost game two, then they could find themselves down 2-1 after Cole, um, you know, took them out. And that's exactly what happened. So um, it was it was a tough series, but uh you know, Yankees gave it their all, but Houston was able to make a few more plays, get a few more hits, and they came out with the with, with the series win. Yeah, and, you know, both teams, it was kind of a weird series because both teams, I feel like, didn't play at their top potential and at their very best, um, and that's including the pitching on both sides. But um, what made the difference in the series was, was that Houston – had the hits when it mattered, even if they didn't get a lot of hits to begin with. And that was really the big difference. Um, I, I feel like in every single game, the Yankees had the opportunity to, you know, get the, get the hits to put them over the top and win the game. And they failed to do that, something that they've excelled at all season. They were the best team in the regular season with runners in scoring position. And I feel like they had the bases loaded at least twice in every single game. And not once did they did they capitalize on that and score. Um, and a lot of first pitch swinging. I don't know if um, 
you caught that a lot. A lot of first pitch swinging after walks uh, the, the Yankees were doing, and that just killed rallies. That killed any momentum they had. And um, they had the opportunity to beat Cole. Obviously, they beat Verlander in the second game he pitched, but they had the opportunity to beat Verlander twice. And uh, it just they just didn't do what they've done all season and got away from their philosophy and their mentality. And that was the difference. Houston was able to get the hits when it mattered. Even, you know, Correa and some of these other guys were struggling all series long. But when it mattered most, they got the big hit. And, you know, it was was kind of fitting that the way Houston won the game was on a walk-off in a big moment, just like they've been doing all series long, kind of putting the nail in the coffin and putting an end to the Yankees' season. Yeah, you know, you know, you you mentioned that neither team played particularly well, and I will say that neither team hit particularly well. You know, because the Astros hit one seventy nine as a team, Yankees hit two fourteen. You know, so they weren't hitting the ball. Both teams, you know, their on base percentage was below two ninety. Their slugging percentage was below four hundred for the series. And you know, I guess some will say, well, that's good pitching. Uh, I don't know. I think it was a combination of good pitching and not so good situational hitting. You know, you mentioned, you know, the Yankees swinging at the first pitch after walks. And, you know, the one the, the, the one at bat that really stood out for me was when Presley came into the game with the bases loaded and D.D. Yep. Gregorius swung at the first pitch, swung at a curveball, you know, swung on, you know, turned it over and, you know, little dribble up the first baseline, inning over, just like that. Um, I mean, it's a big spot, you know, make him throw you a strike. Um, but, you know, I can understand, you know, maybe the flip side of the coin is be aggressive. But, um, yeah, there were too many rallies that were killed. And and really, both sides did not hit the ball the way they were accustomed to. Um, maybe it's hats off to the pitching, but I think it's a combination of, you know, just some guys being out of their normal element and comfort zone and just not doing what they typically do. Yeah, and we saw a lot of situations like um, just even, I believe it was the second game where um, LeMahieu and Judge both got on base. And Gardner was up, and the the at bat I think it was game three actually, and the at bat just screamed bunt. And um, I know Arod talked about it on the on the broadcast after the game. You know the situation screams bunt, but you know with the analytics of the game and all that stuff, you don't want to give away an out. And that's what the big analytics thing is: is don't give away an out when you have the potential to hit a home run or whatever it is. And that could have been a game-changing, momentum-changing, series-changing play. If Gardner was able to bunt with his speed, he can get on base, bases loaded there, no outs to start the game. And um, and there was a lot of opportunities like that for both teams, not just the Yankees, for the Astros as well, where they could have broken the game open at any point, any inning. And like you said, I don't think it was just good pitching that stifled the offenses. It was definitely just the teams just weren't hitting. Like you said, the average is barely 200 for the Yankees, under 200 for the Astros. That's just bad hitting, not good hitting, not good situational hitting. And, you know, 
somebody had to win, obviously, and um, it was a team that got the hits when they needed the clutch hits, which the Astros got. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, look, I, I think that, you know, Houston got what they needed out of Cole. You know, I thought Verlander, you know, he he was tough. You know, he only gave up the two runs in, in, in game two. Um, and then he settled down really nicely in game five after the four-run first inning. Um, yeah. Granke seemed to bounce back a little bit in his second time to the mound. Um, and then, you know, you got to game six and you had the bullpen game and it was what it was. But, um, you know, look, hats off to the Astros, right? Because, again, yeah. you know, you have to find ways to win games, right? And the Astros had enough clutch hits. I mean, they had, what, three three-run home runs, I think, in the series. Springer hit one, Correa hit one, and, and Gurriel hit one. Um, you know, and three one home runs when, when, you know, the teams aren't really swinging the bat are huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you get three runs on one swing, uh, in a series where, you know, it's hard, base hits are hard to come by and you're not moving the line like you typically do. Those three run home runs become backbreakers, right? Um, the Yankees benefited from one in game five, uh, with, with Aaron Hicks hitting his. So, um, yeah, but hats off to them. And, you know, I, I do want to say something about the way game six ended. And I thought this might be a question. And that was Aroldis Chapman's facial expression after Altuve hit the home run. Because there were some people, I guess a reporter who asked, you know, question, why was he smiling after Altuve hit the home run? And, you know, Chapman said, man, you got to be kidding me if you, you ask, asking that question. Because when I saw it, I said to myself, Chapman is, is, is that face said to me, do you believe this? You know what I mean? Like he just couldn't believe what happened. Um, not that he was smiling because he was happy or something. It was like he, he, he just couldn't believe what yeah, had it, happened. It was definitely more of a he's in shock kind of thing like a, right almost when people nervously laugh at awkward situations that's kind of what i got i never you know i didn't think he was laughing because hey i just gave up a home run that ended my season it's more crap this is <laughs> like this is how it ended right and it's just, he's been very good even going back to september into october he was very good and um for it to end that way that's a shock that like that's that's a reaction that you know it's not premeditated or anything like that. It's just he's in shock, and um, I know sometimes reporters try to make storylines, especially in New York, try to make storylines out of things. But definitely not a happy feeling for anybody on on the Yankee side after that. No, of course not. Of course not. And hats off to Altuve because he said, "Look, you know, because Chapman got the first two guys out, and then." you know, walked Springer. And Altuve said, look, the guy can't locate his fastball. Yep. Right? All of a sudden, he was like he couldn't locate his fastball. And I think he might have thrown Altuve a ball on the fastball, too. So Altuve was like, I'm going to sit on the slider. Yeah. And it's you know funny what I mean? because right before Chapman threw that pitch, I kid you not, Jeff, I saw the home run happen in my head. <laughs> and um, I took a seat. I was standing up from, you know, the top of the ninth when LeMay, who hit the game-tying home run. 
I'm standing up, and the moment right before Chapman threw that pitch, I sat down and prepped myself for what was coming, only because I had a feeling he was going to throw the slider and Altuve wasn't going to miss it. Because, listen, I love Altuve, and I'm, I'm upset that he's the one that got the hit because I like the guy so dang much. But I knew he would capitalize and he would be, he would come through and he did. Um, you know, as far as the at bat, my, I guess game plan would have been as soon as he threw ball one, I would pitch around Altuve and go after Mariznik who was on deck. And, um, cause Mariznik came in, I believe in the inning before as a defensive replacement for Brantley. So he's coming off the bench cold facing a hundred mile an hour gas from Chapman. And um, I believe he's a lefty, if I'm not mistaken. So no, he, he's righty. He's a he's a right-hander. Yeah. So it would have been an advantage, Chapman. I think overall, you know, at, instead of facing Altuve. So, um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> they asked Chapman that after the game. You know, did he consider, you know, pitching around Altuve to get to Mariznick? And his comment was along the lines of, "Look, every hitter out there, I take it as a, it's a battle." And I guess yeah. that's his way of saying these are major league hitters, man. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Trout is different than Mariznick. Altuve is different than Mariznick, right? There's, there's no question about that, but that's just a matter of degrees. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, Mariznick is still a major league hitter, so it's not like it's an automatic out or something like that. But look, in, in the end, you know, these are competitors, right? And they go out there and they compete and, you know, Altuve got the better of him and got the better of him in a series clinching spot. And so now the Astros are on to the World Series um, again. And hats off to Houston. I mean, they're on to the World Series again. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so. Uh, Three straight had they beat the Red Sox last year. But you know, the Red Sox were on the miracle run. And yeah. they were the team that me last year. But this Astros team, they're good. They're very, very good, and they're still a very young core. And I'm telling you, man, they they deserve to be there. They they played good baseball. Um, you know, I feel like the momentum of walking off, and you know, there's a there's a Houston New York small little rivalry going on. They've knocked the Yankees out three times now, I believe, in the last few years, last yeah. five years. Now. I think the last five years, three times. Yeah, so you know, Houston has momentum going into the into the World Series and it's gonna be a great, great World Series. So hats off to Houston, you know, no no shade, no hate coming from this Yankee fan. They they definitely played their tails off and they deserve to be where they are. No doubt. And and now they face the Washington Nationals, who by the way, swept the St. Louis <laughs> Cardinals. So for all the Cardinals fans out there who didn't like me kind of dogging them out. I started in the division series. They got by the Braves, but got swept by <laughs> the Nationals. Um, that's all I'm going to say about the Cardinals. Let's talk about the Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> Nationals have been off, been on vacation since last Tuesday, uh, which was the day they swept the Cardinals. Um and and now look, you know, I think the 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 age old question is, you know, did they get rest or did they get rust? You know what I mean? Um, and and we'll see when this series starts tomorrow. 
Um, and what a matchup, right? Scherzer against Verlander. Um, what are your thoughts on the series? I'm loving the pitching matchups, and I, I really do hope this goes all the way to seven games because seeing these there's three number ones on each team, basically, and they're going to be going at it. And um, it can't be overlooked either. Annabelle Sanchez on the Washington side, what he did, and, you know, he can bring that. He can be the, the key difference in that series. He can be the game changer in that series because Houston doesn't really have a number four. Um, not that they may or may not use them, depending on how it works out. But um, I'm excited to see the pitching matchups because these are workhorses. These are true aces going at it. And I feel bad for the hitters on both sides because these guys are strikeout machines. These guys, oh, man. I can't wait to see these guys go at it. Yeah, neither can I. And I just want to make a correction. I mean, it's Cole against Scherzer, right? I think that's that's yeah, the matchup yeah, yeah. for for tomorrow. Um, yeah, man, look, <laughs> on the one side, if you just go one, two, three, right, Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, and then on the Houston side of it, you got Cole. Verlander and Granky. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Um, and so, you know, the real question is, are we going to see, you know, how much offense are we going to see, or are yep. the pitchers going to dominate the series? And and you know, my thought is, I think the pitchers are going to have the upper hand in the series. What do you it's think? Done. I do. I agree with that. The pitchers definitely have the upper hand. I mean, good pitching always beats good hitting. Now, that's always been the philosophy since the beginning of time with baseball. And I think we'll see – I don't think we'll see some high-scoring games in this series. It'll be – you know, I mean, it'll be close games per se, like a 4-0 kind of game, but we're not going to see some crazy crooked numbers on the scoreboard, I believe. And um, it's going to be crazy. And – one of the things that may separate the team, I know I said Annabelle Sanchez on the Washington side, but the Astros' bullpen, if the Nationals can get to it, their bullpen is a lot better than the Nationals' bullpen is. Uh, we all know that the history of the Nationals' bullpen this year is they've struggled all year. And um, if, if, you know, on the flip side, if Houston can get to that Nationals' bullpen early, then I think Houston will win any game that they get into the bullpen early because um, – as far as the starting staffs go, they match up so well with each other. It's it's really hard to pick who will win this series just just based on pitching matchups alone. Yeah, I do believe you know that the Nationals bullpen is their obvious weakness, yep. and you know I think they're okay eighth and ninth. You know with Doolittle and Hudson. Yeah, but if they have to do anything prior to that, I think they're in trouble, you know, um, and it's going to be a challenge for them. Um, Houston, you know, I just wonder a little bit about Presley, you know, because on that play, you know, with when Didi um, tapped back to the mound and, and ended that rally, you know, Presley came up hobbling right on yeah. a knee that he had previously hurt. I saw, you know, a comment from him that said, look, I'm going to be ready. This is the World Series. And I think that's adrenaline talking. I think that's, you know, 
you know, his competitive nature talking, that's all great. But you have to figure he's not going to be, you know, in in typical form. And Mm -hmm. if he's not, then that's a big loss for Houston. Um, So, you know, I, I think there might be some questions on both sides with the bullpen, but clearly Washington has far more questions than Houston does. Cause I mean, Will Harris has pitched very well, for example, um, and James can bring it. Um, but yeah, keep your eye on Asuna because again, in the yeah, Tampa he, series, he couldn't, he couldn't close the deal and he couldn't close the deal in game six. So he's another question mark for Houston and they, they were able to win both of those games but it wasn't because of him. Um, nope. And so I think we got to keep our eye on Asuna as well. Yeah, he's, and that's big because you need, you need someone to close out the game. And the Nationals, like you said, they do have that in the eighth and ninth inning. So the question becomes, if Osuna continues to struggle for Houston, what do they do? Because like you said, Presley, he got hurt, I believe, in the regular season going into the playoffs and just re-aggravated the injury after that. So, that's huge. If Osuna can't put it together and Presley isn't himself, now that Astros bullpen, you know, they do have some flamethrowers in there, but that becomes a question mark. And you have to wonder how A.J. Hinch is going to kind of structure the bullpen if two of his top guys aren't at 100%. One obviously physically and the other, and Osuna mentally, it seems like. Yeah, because it now makes the bullpen a little bit shorter. And so, you know, that 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 bears watching. But as I look at this series, Rob, um, as it is set to begin tomorrow, as as we're sitting here tonight speaking, um, you know, I I like Houston. Um, I like Houston in the series. Um, I think Houston has the better team. Doesn't mean they're necessarily playing the best baseball. I think Washington uh, has actually played better than the Astros have in this postseason. But, you know, the, you know, they played Milwaukee wildcard game. They played in my mind, an overrated Dodgers team. And I say overrated because I don't think the Dodgers get challenged enough uh, Mm -hmm. out West. Um, And then they played, the St. Louis Cardinals who shouldn't have been there and they swapped them. <laughs> and so I think they're going to come up against clearly the, their stiffest competition here in the world series. And, um, you know, I don't know if, if the, if the rest, you know, the time off is going to hurt them or not. I just think Houston's better. I like their pitching better. I like their bullpen better. And I think Houston will find a way to swing the bats a little bit better. Not that they're going to score five, six runs a game, but I like Houston in this one. I don't know how many games I don't get into that kind of thing, but I, I like Houston to, to come out with the world series championship. Yeah, I have to agree there. Um, I had a tough time. Like I said, the pitching matchups are, are almost coin flips when you look at who is going, but I think that, um, Houston will pull it out. I think I agree with you. The, their pitching, I think, is better from top to bottom, starters and bullpen. And um, I believe offense will make the difference, and we won't see much of it. But I think the offense is going to make the difference in this series. And the Nationals have been swinging the bats well. Um, 
I know we joke, I joked around about Howie Kendrick being a, a 40 year veteran. <laughs> right. You know? Right. So, and he's been clutch all playoff long, but I think the Astros will find a way to neutralize his bat. And, um, I'm going to give the edge to the Astros. I just, I think their offense is going to get timely hitting again. They're, they're as clutch as can be. They, they have the heart of a champion. They've been there before. They're world champions, most of them. And, um, I think Altuve is going to lead them to the championship again. And they're going to start this dynasty talk with the Astros because they're not going anywhere next year either. So, um, and by that, I mean, they're going to be right where they are today, probably. Um, so I'm going to give the edge to the Astros against the Nationals, but it, it's going to be a great hard-fought series. It's going to have some great pitching matchups, and um, I can't wait to start the series tomorrow. Yeah, I think I think you know Houston starting at home is an advantage for them, obviously. Um, yep. And <clears throat> you know, say what you want about Garrett Cole in Game Three, and you know whether he was as sharp as. He was in his, you know, against Tampa. I mean, he was really dominant against Tampa, so it's hard to repeat that. But, man, I mean, it. he just continues to win, right? I mean, he just continues to win. He continues to go out there and and, and just dominate. And, um, you know, it, it it it's hard to, you know, to see that you continue. At some point, you say to yourself, okay, he's got to have a clunker in there somewhere. <laughs> but he just hasn't. And so I think that's something that's really daunting for the Nationals as they start this series. But I will tell you this. For me, on the National side of it, I really like the way Strasburg has been pitching. And I think he's going to be strong for them. So if Scherzer can come out tomorrow and – be like he was in the St. Louis series in that game too. If he can give them that kind of performance, give them an opportunity to, to you know, to win. Cause I do think the nationals have to take one of these first two. Absolutely. Um, they, they, they got to come out with a split. I believe if they're, if they're down old two series is not over, but it's going to be tough because now they have to win, you know, um, four out of, out of five. I don't know yep. if they can do that against Houston. That'll be tough, and like yeah, they have they have to split, and I don't know who they're gonna beat, whether it's Cole or Verlander, to earn that split. But I mean, even, like you said, Cole, even on a night where he quote unquote struggles against the Yankees, he still shut them down for seven innings, I believe. So on a night he doesn't have his best stuff, he's still throwing a shutout baseball. So that's that's a testament to the type of competitor he is, and just him finding ways. You know, not he's not just a flamethrower. He's a pitcher. Like, he's finding ways to win when he doesn't have his best stuff. And we we know what Verlander can do, you know. He grinds, and he's 36 years old and still one of the top pitchers in baseball by far. So, um, yeah, the Nationals definitely have to try to split in Houston. It's not going to be easy. But then, you know, on the flip side, too, it's not going to be easy for the Astros to take both games at home having to face Scherzer and Strasburg. So, you know, Strasburg has been great in the playoffs in his career. I think third in ERA all time at this point. And um, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's going to be a great, great series. And I, not enough can be said about the way these two teams pitch, especially in October. Well, it all starts tomorrow. Um, again, we're sitting here on Monday. Um, 
before the start of the World Series, and um, it will be exciting. And and looking forward to um, some good baseball uh, over these next few days. Um, so we'll see how it goes, Rob. Um, and you know, depending upon how the series is going, I mean, you know, if 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 it if it does get to a point where you know, it's a game seven on the horizon or something like that. Maybe we'll jump on the phone real quickly and, and sort of handicap that that deciding game. Um, but in the meantime, uh, looking forward to getting this series started tomorrow. Great matchups uh, on the mound. And hopefully we'll see some great baseball uh, being played. So looking forward to it. I know you're looking forward to it. Um, enjoy the games, man. Um, you know, continue to get over your disappointment of the Yankees not <laughs> quite making it. But know this, um, you know, you talked about the Astros uh, being positioned, um, you know, to be right back. I think the Yankees are well positioned, too. I do think right. they have to I do think they have to address their starting rotation, though. Um, they definitely do. They know. definitely do. And it's been the biggest question mark over the past few years, and I feel like it's been the difference. You know, just having that one workhorse ace, you know, that Verlander, that Cole, that Strasburg, that Scherzer, that's what the Yankees, I feel like, are missing. And I know they believe Severino is that guy, and um, I don't think he's there yet. I think he's a great 1B starter, maybe a number two. But um, they definitely need that workhorse to kind of push him over the edge and be the difference maker in the playoffs. Yeah, they need that guy who's being. They need a number one. They need the guy at the top of the rotation. I mean, and look, I like Tanaka. I think Paxson's good, you know, and like you said, Severino. But I think they need a guy at the top of that rotation who says, "I'm leading the way here." You know what I mean? And and that's what he does. And then you know, if you have Tanaka or Severino at two and Paxson at three and so on, now you you have some depth in that rotation. You know what I mean? and I like to see them try to go out there and do that. But I think they have a nice young core in terms of the hitters and still have a couple of veterans who can, you know, um, contribute. But, uh, look, they had a good season. It, it, it's unfortunate it ended the way it did. But, um, you know, like I said, like we both said, hats off to the Astros and now on to the World Series. And, you know, we'll see how this series goes with the Nationals. But um, enjoy the games, Rob. <laughs> Um, we'll be back uh, either to talk about a potential game seven or to uh, put a bow on all this thing and wrap it up after the World Series ends and look forward to that. But in the meantime, look forward to these games as well. Oh, definitely. And if listen, man, this is going to be one of the best World Series, I think, in a long time. Like I, like we've been saying, you know, not enough can be said about the pitching matchups and it's definitely going to be one to watch and keep an eye on. So uh, if everyone's interested in baseball or not interested, this is a series to watch. No doubt. So, all right, brother, I'll catch up with you soon, man. Enjoy the games and we'll be in touch in the next couple of days. All right, Jeff. Thank you for having me, man. Sure. Always, man. Glad to have you. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.